What's up and welcome to episode 15 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sheeny Senpai, and this week I'm joined by that guy who kept going back to Barbara, Jim. I love her, ladies. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. What? No, 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 that one's staying. That, that one's I, staying in. Hold on. Hold on. And no, 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 I'm ruining it. No, 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 ruining this, completely destroying this entire thing. This will be gone from the evidence locker and the knowledge. Go ahead, Gene. I just turned him down. And that guy who tended the bar with Brittany, Grayson. You all right, Scooby Gang? I'm back. I'm back. I've come back. This will not happen. And this week we're going to be doing episode one to six of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Oh, uh, that's a reshoot. <laughs> you don't know how to start, do you? You don't know how to start this episode. <laughs> you don't know how to recover from that. So guys, apart from Jim taking himself off the market to the ladies, what's everyone been watching and doing this week? <laughs> how the fuck did we keep that as the intro? Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone been watching any new animes? Apart from obviously Grimgar or Fantasy and Action. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> oh no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You're fucking not <laughs> professional. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I love her, ladies. Anyway, to my future children, no. please <laughs> do not listen to the rest. <laughs> this is a public announcement warning. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I've been struggling to get time into watching. <laughs> Who? How I'm about done. you, Jim? Been up too much? Don't give me the look. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> You're looking at me. I mean, where do I go? With this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's right. No. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching recently. Apart from Grimgar, I've been watching Gate again for about the fourth or fifth time now. <clears throat> I have also watched Gate at least a couple of times. I've never seen it. It's a really good anime. I really want to add it into our list of things. It to watch. will definitely oh. have an episode in the future, 100%. I've also been watching a new anime that's recently come out called The Day I Became a God. Really good anime. The animation in it is really good. They've obviously spent a lot of money on it. It's really crisp. <laughs> so give me the look. Locked eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So without further ado, let's jump into Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> fucking dickheads. <laughs> You're a fucking golden goose of content. Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, motherfucker. <laughs> That's going to come up soon. <laughs> so the genre of Grimgar is it's an izakai 
But I'd also say it was a slice of life as well. My two favourite genres. Yeah, I'd say it's a slice of life simply because they make it so realistic like they do. So it's directed by Ryusuke Nakamura. Uh, he's known for doing certain animes like uh, Nana, Death Note, and Your Lie in April. So they got a big director in to do this anime. It's really, really good, actually, this anime. I it can't shows. wait, to, I can't wait to have this conversation about this. The studio that also picked it up is A1 Pictures. We already know A1 Pictures. We know that they did Black Butler. They did Fairy Tale, the first two seasons of that. And they also did Sword Art Online, the first two seasons of that as well. We have spoken about them already. Fantastic studio. We know that we were going to get a good anime when we knew that they were doing it. Constant quality. Yeah, so they set this up really well. Good director, good producers, a good studio to actually good writing, keep it going. To good writing. But for some reason, why did this not take off at the start? I think this is a slow burner anime. This was something that perhaps wasn't big when it first came out, but over time, I think its popularity has definitely it's risen. Pulp. Yeah. It's pulp. As it made its way over to the West, I think it picked up more and more traction. Well, me and you watched this first, didn't we, Sheen? It, we... Yeah, we did. This is the second time I've watched uh, Third time I've watched this, actually. Yeah, same third time as well. When we watched it first of all, I was just taken back by how different it was from all the other animes that we've watched. You, I cannot stress enough how amazing the art style is for this anime. It's the first thing you notice, and through all of the episodes of the first season, you don't stop noticing. It's a you rare. Don't. You barely ever see an art style like this as well. No. It's very unique in what they do. And for those who haven't seen it or don't really know what we're talking about, it's basically like a watercolored painting in the background, and then they've got the crisp visuals up close. If this was made in the West, this is Treasure Planet. Yes. I don't know if you remember that movie by Disney, but it's all like hand-drawn backgrounds with modern computer animation on yep. top of it, and this is that, but done better. Oh, it yeah, works so well. Got the guy with the floppy hair. Yeah. <laughs> I preferred Atlantis, to be fair. Same studio, same style. Yeah. Let's get into the voice actors. So the first character we've got is Haruhiro, and he is voiced by Rico Fajardo. Characters he's played are Mirio in My Hero Academia, and Itona in Assassination Classroom. So he's had some good roles, but perhaps not big roles. This was this was quite a big role for him. I, I'd say he is the main character he's of this like, anime. Vocal-wise, he's like 70% of this entire show. When no one else is talking, he is monologuing in his head. Yeah, we hear his he thought processes. He has a yeah. heavy load in this show, vocals-wise. And I cannot knock his performance. No, it's great. It suits the type of anime yeah. this is, definitely. Suits the character really well as well. So the next character we've got is Ranta. And he is voiced by Orion Pitts. The only thing I could find out really that he done major-wise is he's KG in Attack on Titan. KG? Was it KG you said? Yeah. I You're looking at me. I, I haven't don't seen Attack on Titan. I don't recognise the person. Don't judge me. You're going to have to show me like a photo of who he actually is. I would imagine I can see it. Oh, don't you, know you do it. it is. Don't you do it. You know what time it is. Don't you do it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, fair enough. Again, like I said, this is another character or voice actor that probably hasn't done that much voice work. That's a bit part of character, definitely in the AOT. I, I Which is strange because his voice work in this is phenomenal it's again. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it's not bad. I've got some comments about it yeah, every so same. often. Same. But actually, to be fair, it's a solid 8 out of 10 for me in Whoa, the voice acting. Oh, ratings till the end. 
no, no, that's just voice acting. <laughs> that's just his voice acting. We next move on to Minato, and he is voiced by Justin Brina. <laughs> what? <laughs> Justin who? Brina. Brina. Okay, there was an R in there. <laughs> and he's known best for being Deku in My Hero Academia. And singing Baby as well, by the sounds of it. Deku is the main... <laughs> Deku is the main character of My Hero Academia. This is a guy who is a lead vocal character in a huge anime. Do you think this is one of his breakthrough animes then? Potentially. Pushing through to I don't know My how Hero. Long, I don't know if Walking Deku's first. been... Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't see. He's also show in Fire Force as well, which is another anime that he's taking off big time as well. Oh, that's the Fire Service one. Yeah. Yes, I have heard about this one. Apparently, it's really good. I've watched season one of that, and it is very, very good. What haven't you watched season one of? Very true. That's why I lead. <laughs> it's very true. Next character is Mogazo. He is voiced by Jared Green. Love Mogazo. He, he's such a basic character in this, but he really suits it really well. And the other voice work that he's done is he's Yuichi in King's Game, the animation. Wait, which one's he? Yuichi's the guy who researches the information and then... Loses he, his hand. He starts crying. Hand. Yeah, he's the one that okay. almost tries to send so the email. So not one of the shittest off. voice actors ever to appear in an anime. Not one that we commented on, though. Okay, that's fine. And he's also Hitoshi in My Hero Academia. So again, we've got another situation where we've got a lot of voice actors who are picked up from the same anime. Do they stay with A1 Studios by any chance? Is it a case of they like transpose over one-to-one and I stuff think like that? It's... I think it's a lot of everything. I think it's who the directors worked with before, who the studios worked with before... I think when it comes to Western adaptations, you get Funimation or someone that picks it up and they use their voice actors. Crunchyroll and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they will use their voice actors, their library of voice actors. Next, we move on to Yumi, and she's voiced by Jean Tiraldo, or Tirando, should I say? Tirando. I recognise the name. She is Aya in King's Game, the animation. There we go. My memory's fucking awful, I'm getting old. Who is Aya? I was a character from the first King's Game who died very early on and we never really heard. Okay. So again, not one of the shittest uh, voice actors. <laughs> not, one that were, not one that had enough screen time for us to pick up on as being shit or not. No. Cool. But she's very good in this. Yeah, she is. Very. We move on to Shiharu and she is voiced by Sarah Weidenheft. I hope I got that right. Weiden, it might be Weidenheft. Weidenheft yeah. is what I was going with there. She plays Toru in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. This is an, that's no, an anime that's massive in Japan. I've heard of it. It's and I, I recognise, I can not. see it, visualise it. I have seen it. It's okay. And she's also Pony in My Hero Academia. I not Pony. About, not I thought you were about to say My Little Pony. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I, I thought she was going to say Pony is in shit, but no, she's not, <laughs> she's not literally Pony. She is the character Pony in My Hero Academia. And the final character is Mary, and it's M-E-R-R-Y, not Mary. Not having this. It's, it's Mary. No, it's Mary. It's Mary. They say Mary all the damn time. It's Mary. Sure, why not? Mary. Like Mary and Pippin? Merry Christmas. Mary, yeah. You filthy oh, yeah. animal. And she's, <laughs> and she's voiced by George Saxton. She's best known for being Carla in Fairy Tale, the female cat. I you're... recognize the voice now. Yeah. Tamaki in Fire Force, another big character in Fire Force. Again, they're, again, same people. They're, they join up in different animes. So. And she's also Megami in Food Wars. Yeah, again, I recognise the voice now. You're telling me who it is. So yeah. she's actually had some big voice work. She's probably one of the most dominant voice actors in the cast lineup. This anime received a 4.8 out of 5 on Crunchyroll's rating system. 
this is what I mean about when it came over to the West, it obviously was better received than it was when it first came out. Because, I mean, to, to get a 4.8 out of 5 means that this so is So close good. to perfect. Close, so close to perfect. And there are a lot of animes that get less than that, like 4s and 4.2s and 3.8s as well on Crunchyroll. They get second seasons. Yeah. They get second seasons of this. So what <laughs> the hell up. is going on? <laughs> yeah, so Multiple what the hell? seasons. <laughs> We all know how the Not that we're slating Sword Art. No, 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 no. We love it. But Sword Art's a great world. It's not a great show. Jim's giving me evils. <laughs> <laughs> he disagrees. I just think this needs a second season. It should needs have a it. second needs season. Needs it. Let's jump straight into episode one. So it opens with the party struggling to fight what we know is two goblins. <laughs> totally not one. <laughs> we only see one, but we know we, we know because of a I conversation further on. You thought it was two. one. Jim thought it was two, and they say two. I only ever saw one. I can't ever be right, can I? <laughs> I just said you were right. They say two. Yeah, but you they had, say two. You we had, can't, we you can't had to mention the fact that you about another five or six one. minutes in, they yeah. mentioned they fought two. Anyway, we watched them. I mean, I say struggle. They're fucking awful, right? <laughs> fucking shit. Like, oh, they are horrendous, clumsy, almost hit each other, disorganized mess. Yeah, can't even hit a fucking arrow straight. I mean, neither can I. But you're not. Uh, Does <laughs> James look like an archer? Yeah, do I really look like your archer type? Lana! Lana! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong archer, sorry. <laughs> and then we see Shiharu get injured. And I say injured, she gets a little cut on her arm. Tiny, tiny. And Monoto decides to use his magical abilities to heal her. Now, at the just time, in case. at the he time we see this, yeah, just in case. At the time we see this, obviously we're not privy to the information that you'll have a limited supply of magic. Once we do find out you do have a limited supply of magic, that really shows just how stupid his actions are, even from day one. He cares way too much. Even about the littlest injuries, he's more than willing to heal. Yeah, but I mean, even me watching this and not knowing there's a limited amount of magic, even I would have turned around and gone, is that necessary at that moment to heal Shihuru? Being an MMO player, I can tell you, I would not be healing that person. No, no not at all. No, not for a little cut on Tis the Tis scratch. <laughs> yeah. It then cuts to a voice sort of coming on after the opening sequence, and the voice says, Awaken. Yeah, this was strange. When, when I listened and watched this the first time, I was like, okay, fair enough. So this is, we're going to get a flashback of what happened for them to be in this world, but it's not. But we don't, no. It then cuts to basically in the characters up. we've seen living a normal life. Which is really nice, by the way. We see it's them cooking, shopping, living, yeah. basically. Which is very different from what you get from normal fantasy animes, which is fight, 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 work, Well, this talking. is that slice of life element. Yeah, and it's really in. nice. Well, this is because there's no leveling up system. This isn't a world where you level up. This is a world where you... This isn't a video game. We have no idea what this is, but it doesn't seem like there's a leveling up. So there's no need for the characters to constantly go out and do this and do that. You, you just improve your skills. You literally yeah. have to fight to get money to improve your skills. So it's not leveling up. It's all down to your hard work, how efficient you become. We also find out that the group hasn't killed a monster yet at all. Not one. Not even like one goblin. And it's been two weeks since they've been in the world and they haven't killed a single monster. Would you see that as something strange? If you guys were in that sort of setting? Yeah, I mean, you'd accidentally kill one at least. Maybe one of those well, anti-affair the... things. You've, <laughs> you've seen the jobs. Yeah, that... motherfuckers. I knew he was going to do that. 
Why does an aardvark meow? You, you see the job that they've been given. So then to know that they've been walking around for two weeks and they still haven't killed a single thing. I mean, you have to kill to live. I mean, they get they start out with a certain amount of money, but they have to kill to live. And to go two weeks without killing at all, they're shit. They're fucking awful. Like, they're nice people, clearly. Like, you get the whole feeling that these are, like, the motley crew but of that's misfits. Why. I would imagine that's why they haven't killed stuff. They're too nice. They are literally just what's left. Well, they say at the beginning they're the leftovers because there was twice as many people in their awakening room thing yes. at the beginning and then all of the best kind of gathered together to make one party and then these the misfits were left. were left over to just kind of make some... Are you joining the runt group? Yeah. Yeah, I would actually. The I think I think the other group would put themselves in far too much danger far too quickly and be reckless like later on Mary's team did. I wouldn't want to follow the leader of what we see the other party have no because that guy seems like a bit of a dick but i would be a little bit more forceful than what this group is well monito's their leader yeah that's the problem is he's not a leader he's really not he's very compassionate and very kind and very nice he's a priest he's clever that's not a leader he knows what they have to do yeah but he can't get them to there's no enforcement from him no there's no. It, it is kind of gentle encouragement, like a mother. It's not go do that because you need to. We move on to the evening, and this is the first time we notice something's not quite right. And it's when they're sitting around the campfire, and Monito turns around and says that this isn't a video game, and no one gets what they're on yeah. about. What does that mean? And then even he doesn't understand yeah. what he's just said. I think it just. What does it say? Um, I said it, but. I don't know why it was like a reaction yeah. or something. And then Haruhiro turns around and says that sometimes they've been using words that they have no idea what they mean. And this is the first indication that this is an izakai. These people have clearly been transferred into this world. And their oldest memory was just from two weeks ago. Yeah. They can't remember anything from two weeks uh, before two weeks ago. And these are all strangers to each other as well. So when they all woke up in the tower, nobody knew anybody else. Which makes it even harder to join together as a clan as yeah, well. Yeah, there's no I'd kind say. of companionship or anything. You kind of just you don't know who to trust. Together. Who is going to be good at fighting? I mean, and to get made to pick a team so early on as well, when you're not even really sure of what the fuck's going on. Well, the weird thing, uh, there's no team limit. Surely, this isn't a game. It's as just far a guild, as we know, it it's just a party. It's a volunteer army. Yeah. So if they're all on the same side, could they not have a party of twelve and not just six? Would that not be acceptable? It seems to be that you're supposed to have like maybe one of each class. Yeah, I, I guess in your so. team. I I did pick it's that. Not, Why? It, it's not said, but, but it seems like whenever you see a party in this anime, they have one of each type. So it seems to be a thing that they have to do. But if, the, if you were going into, if this was a, was a video game, would you and you had the option of unlimited party members? Would you not want two of each class? Would you not want two tanks up front, two healers? Yeah, I suppose like so. But four damage does combat dealers? not become complicated then when you've got too many cooks in the old kitchen? Not really, no. I mean, most video games that I've played, especially like DC World, we ran with two tanks. It was easier. Mm. Do we just want to say that this is more of like how the groups fell? I think, I, I think, I think it's, it's more of a, naturally like, fell. A, a click and a status thing than it is... Maybe they did, just didn't want to join that yeah, RC guy. Because you look at the other guys and they're really tall, well-built hench, and yep. these are kind of like runty little nerds and perhaps they didn't even want them in their party yeah well this is where we find out about well we meet the pink haired lady we meet Britney oh I love Britney (laughs) 
Brittany is the Best leader of the game. volunteer yep. soldiers. Does she, is she? Is, is she? Is he leader or is he just kind of? He's like the meet and greet guy. I think he's the like face of the, the he's a volunteer keeper. army. He's, if, yeah, pretty much. He's the guy that signs you up. Uh, yeah, does all that piece, but also I think he deals with all of the uh, posters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he puts and, up the wanted poster yeah. and everything else. He's yeah. the guy that tells them they have to sign up or they die. Do you not think this is, is weird? what he says. Do you not think that's weird? He gives them no choice. He says you either become a volunteer soldier or you die. Well, the wording is different. Though. He says you become a volunteer soldier, in which case you might die, or you don't, in which case you will die. So you don't have a choice. What if I wanted to become a fisherman? I think you have a choice. You just don't get given equipment and a, a start-up. But it's well established that you can do other things to make money in yeah, this world. Yeah, there are shopkeepers in this world. He can't be a, a volunteer Mo- soldier. Mogazo sells his carvings. Yeah. Like, there's obviously a way to get an income that doesn't make you risk your life as a soldier. Yeah, there's, a farmer. There's, there's got people that supply food. But yet they're not be. given this option. No. It's a bit weird. Yeah. So are there two types of citizens in this world? Are there, like, natives that take these potentially are they natives? safer jobs and then the people that are brought in to take the more dangerous jobs? Because the rest of the people just seem like NPCs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, they are they NPCs. They really do. Because they never, you never see a blacksmith with any... Well, you never Anything. see any other person you with see, characteristics. No, or, or they don't even have voices. Nothing like, about Even them. when they're doing like, oh, he bartered with him for four hours and got it down to 12 silver or whatever. They, you, you never see the conversation. You never hear it. You just kind of assume it happened. Yeah. And there's always music over the top and mouth moving, but never any voice acting. Which is which, why you think Britney must be some sort of real person. Because yes. they're there for a purpose and a reason. We also then meet Renji as well, which is the guy that I mentioned earlier. He's the one that forms the, like, party of badasses and... Jocks. I'm not a fan of Renji. Um, Big reason why I wouldn't join his party. He's an asshole. He's clearly an alpha who wants to be an alpha. And knows what he's doing, though. It's not by accident. He knows what he wants. He's clearly, like, the captain of the sports team or whatever else, which isn't a bad thing. It's not. But he clearly needs and wants to be an alpha, and that doesn't roll well. Not with Monito and the no, rest of the because these other teams work together. They talk everything out and they work things out. Even though they do decide that they have a leader, even that leader has conversations with his rest of his party. It's diplomacy rather than dictatorship. Yeah, exactly. He makes suggestions, doesn't he? Like, he suggests they get skills. He's, he, he doesn't make them. And he doesn't lead them in combat, clearly. Where this guy would literally like, you need to learn this skill and you need to do this and you need to do that. Go spend your money on this. Whereas the, uh, the party that we know and love... Monito decide how they spend their money as a group or how what skills they're going to learn leave to the individual which is a problem from my point of view of the way you're dealing with this world he's not a true leader well he's no not, it, it will, no. this would work in the long term so dictatorship style sort of leadership would work very well for the start when you need things being done properly at the start but then when people realize actually I don't really like being told what to do I've got all my stuff here that's probably where you start to get the problems. Well, this is why their combat is so badly done, is because there's nobody directing each and every individual. Exactly. So they're all just trying to do something at the same time, and it's it's awful. They get given 10 silvers per person to join. So they get money to join as a, like an incentive yeah. to join, but yet they have no choice but to join. And we find out that, what, 10 silvers, so a silver is 100 bronze. How much is a fishing rod? I, I wonder. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Look, I would be a fisherman. That's if wrong. I have the chance here. If would they're you not like want a trawler then? 
like a fishing rod seems like so. Well, you're not going to get a trawler for ten silver. Is that? <laughs> no, you're not. I don't but know. you're not going to become. You'd, surely you would go combat first, save up money, and then buy a trawler or nets or something that you could actually sustain a large amount of business with. Not I just caught three fish today. <laughs> Enjoy my cup. I'm joining the volunteer soldiers. <laughs> I'm joining the volunteer soldier. <laughs> what join. class would we be, gentlemen? What class would tank. we be? I'm always a tank. I would be a thief. I know you'd be a thief. 100%. Most MMOs, I play tank too. Yeah. I'm the guy up front. Right, we're in trouble here. So we've got got two warriors and a thief. (laughs) We're fucked. No, no, actually, to be fair, we'll be all right until we get hurt. I'm bad at MMOs, so if I just run in with tankiness, I survive. Would you not be a Dark Knight? No, like I'd be. I I mean, the character is very close to what I am, an asshole, but... (laughs) No, I beat the tank with a mouth. <laughs> I tell you what, if I was the thief, I wouldn't be as involved as Haruhiro is. You he, would not be front line. He jumps in front. A thief is not a front line character. He's a secondary DPS. Yes, yeah, a, a thief runs in, runs out, runs in, runs out, deals a little bit of damage each time, or tries to sneak around the back. This guy, Haruhiro, plays a thief wrong. Until, they all play until, their characters wrong. Until Does, they start getting a bit more organisation. There's a bit later where he just turns into Kirito and it annoyed me a little bit. But it wasn't done as well either. But, yeah, you're not wrong. He does run in way too quick for his class. Anyway, back to the money. I was saying 100 bronze is a silver, 100 silver is a gold. That's yes. what we find out. Haruhiro also mentions the fact that he wishes he had his phone on him. Another reference to him not living in that world. Mentions it and then is like, uh, what's a phone anyway? Yeah. Then we get a little bit of world building. So we find out that Brittany basically tells them that they have to go out and earn 20 silvers per person. And they're then able to buy an official badge to become official soldiers. Yeah, in the volunteer army. So In the volunteer army. What they say is that your trainee volunteers That's- until you earn the money to buy yourself an actual membership, if you know what I mean. Weird. It is weird. That implies that there is another army that is not the volunteer army. They that talk is about it. An actual job. There is a throwaway reference to that. Do they? They're on the borders. They're on the borders, and there's a right. front line. No, there is an actual army that lives in the world that are on the borders, protecting it from the No Life King. That's what we find out, and right. that's why they're trying to get volunteer soldiers in, is because nobody is able to police and monitor the monster activity inside the area. So we've not read the mangas. No. So speculation going forward, just just to be honest, do we think that the people getting sucked into this world because of a lack of a population then? Possibly. It could be anything. It's so up in the air with this anime. This is why it needs more episodes, because this could be just a, they've been dragged into a video game. Yeah. Or it could be, I don't think this is they've been Rancher. summoned to the world because the world needs protecting. But all animes that we see, all Isekais where somebody summoned to a world, that person is the hero and the main protagonist and you see them and people go to them this is not even that that's just yeah we need you in this army kind of does near the end with um, these these people are are just soldiers in an army that's all we really see a faceless army with no real leader whatsoever by the way there's no leader of this army it's just literally just they're mercenaries if that's the best way to call them they are mercenaries and there's the pink haired guy bay yeah <laughs> who's just there are two types of anime fans that's a new one <laughs> i didn't expect that that's a twist anyway we get the gist that you have to go out you have to kill monsters to get money but they also drop 
different types of loot so you don't just get money but you can sell items as well so they drop items yeah. as well as loot i say drop it's not like a well, game the, they the only drop one the one we see is a necklace that yeah, has you, they, a, they actually a piece of it, silver but it's not currency it's just a piece of silver in a shape and, and a, a tooth. tooth yeah the the fang or so whatever it was realistic loot yeah, yeah it is it's not yeah. it's not like oh it drops stuff no this is what it has on that it's person at that time each monster could have different types of items one could have less than the other you don't know until you've actually killed it and you're able to check it cut it jumps back forward again into the future and we find out uh, that two weeks in renji and his group have already bought their official badges they've it took them two weeks to earn 20 silvers each and then we find out that in order to be a volunteer soldier you have to pick and join a guild and then we find out what everyone decided to pick within our little group that we follow so Harahiro chose to be a thief and we find out that he has to go through sort of seven days of training and we meet James's favorite fan service central <laughs> we meet the very sexualized builder's bum Barbara going on. Good very old, good old babs good old babs with her babs and she gives him a nickname babs with the well. babs, babs, with the babs. <laughs> Barbara is a, she plays the character she's supposed to play very well yeah and yep, she yep, even yep. puts the blooming sort of MMO uniforms that you'd expect to see very literally. It's <laughs> such a cliche Look, I MMO have a problem. female character. I it's have a problem. for the role. I have a problem with her clothing, right? What, there's too much of it? N- no. <laughs> no. My problem he is... He loves her, ladies. He loves her, ladies. <laughs> with the shorts. It's the shorts. Look, the well, shorts are below half her bum. They're short shorts. <laughs> From the bottom. Not top. Yeah, but who wears short shorts? Yeah, Babs wears shorts, <laughs> of course. I love the baby's technical to call her Babs. That's your fault. She also gives Haruhiro a nickname. She calls him Old Cat because he has sleepy eyes. This is referenced a few times for him as well. Very, It never really shows anything. It's kind I, of like It's an, an indication that he's... Thing. Like, he always has an expression of disinterest, basically. I mean, I don't pick it up myself. I don't, I don't see it. But you, we get it once when he wakes up. This lady says it, and then he tells the group what he Ranta called her. says and it as well. It. Yeah, and it's, that's it. No, nothing comes of this. Then we move on to Mogazo, and we find out that he has picked to be a warrior. No surprise there. He is an absolute unit already. He's a tank. He is a wardrobe. Yeah. Like a full-on wardrobe. You couldn't move him Do you if reckon you he had a choice? The, well, he... Because based on his character, that doesn't seem like the sort of role he would have... No, himself. he seems like a backline kind of nice healy person. Do you reckon they turned around and said, "You big, we need a warrior. Will yeah. you do it?" And, and him being who he, he is, looks is just like, yeah, okay. He looks imposing because Hero does say that they discussed it as a group to Babs. And they, yeah, they do actually, don't they? Yeah. They do reference that they've she talked said, about there. Did you pick this role yourself? And he's like, "No, I discussed it with my leader or whatever." Right, we and, did, and we can decided we, all, we needed a thief. Can we all agree that they all took the wrong roles for their type? <laughs> I don't think any of them would have suited any fucking role. No, no I, th- I think physically, I when you look at each and every one of them, they were given the exact role they were supposed to be given. Yeah. Based on like, the characteristics and, and the body size. And you see him, he's kind of muscly, but he's not. It all makes sense. Yeah. But they, ne- they don't work out like their roles should. They never do. Like, if I was going to say Mogazo or somebody like that, yeah, he should be a support character. And the person that turned out to be the priest... Probably should have been the tank. I think Hero would have been not been a thief. He would have been maybe the archer because he could lead whilst overseeing. Yeah, maybe. Because you never get a tank that actually leads a squad in an MMO. 
Like, just speaking from experience, I've never well, had they, a tank they already that did the orders because they're usually fucking in the middle of everything and can't yeah. see shit. And he plays it really front line, yeah. really kind of front line. So he's not going to see the battlefield at all. But they already referenced that the priest is usually the leader of the party. Yeah. Which is why Monito has taken that role. And he's shit at However, it. I don't think Renji in his group is a priest. He doesn't come across as a priest character. I think he's probably the warrior. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he is kind of a, I will take... The lead. Yeah. Paladin. I, I will take Paladin. Yeah, I mean, we don't actually know... We, we know there's different classes of mage that you can do, different types of magic that you can choose to do, but we never find out if there's any other classes you could possibly have. Could you not be, like, a priest who is on the front lines? Who can heal people, but also I has a sword and shield? I would I imagine, imagine that's true. Well, they can learn offensive skills but they're not allowed to wield anything but a staff and this is referenced yeah he gets told that when he does that um whack thing they're not allowed to wield swords or anything like that because of their godly powers they're not allowed to to hold a weapon i thought normally wizards are the ones that are the leaders it's a nice cop out for don't don't give that guy a knife yeah even though in this world he could just pick up a knife yes or a sword he's not allowed it's against his religion belief because they have gods, so would they each have their own individual kind no, of religion? I guess it's, so against, it's against the type of path he's chosen to follow. He must be fucked when he's trying to eat. He can't pick up a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he can't. Well, they spoons, use chopsticks. Spoons and forks about? only. <laughs> then we move on to Ranta, and we find out he's a Dark Knight, which is the perfect role for this character. He's yeah. a dickhead. He's yeah. a dickhead that speaks to a dickhead. Then there's Yume, and she's taken on the Hunter role, although she's fucking awful with a bow. So I had her as a thief. Yep. I yeah, have a rogue. Uh, she could have been either. Yeah. I, a hunter I, or a thief, I would have taken either yeah. way. She she looks like a thief. Then there's Shihuru, who chose to be the mage. Healer. Should have been the priest. Healer, yeah. Definitely. She should definitely have been the priest. She wasn't there for... If anything, she should have stopped, swapped roles with Monito. Yep. That would have probably yeah. been better. She's not suited well, Monito for offensive was way magic too, attacks. way too offensive, and yes. she was way too defensive. If yep. they swapped roles, that works fine, because they... They need to be side by side anyway. He could have still been a leader as well from yeah, there. They're the same distance from the enemy. They both use magic the same, like in the same area. They're not putting themselves in danger and not changing positions. And it's this just... is why I said that they fucked up on choosing and sorting their roles. They didn't really think about the types of personality that they were. They just sort of copped out and chose They tried whatever. to cover all bases is what they've done. Is They've had this discussion and they've decided, or Monito's sort of indicated that they need one of each. And but he probably just said, I, I will look after this team, so I will look after this team. And I will them. be the healer and yeah. the priest, yeah. And obviously, we've said, like, Mogazo falls into the warrior role because of his size and stuff like that. So I think they just systematically fell into their roles. We do see that Yume has a liking for, like, climbing and stuff like that. So she probably in herself wanted the hunter role because it's based on her personality anyway, which is why she's fell into that. Cool. And then obviously Haruhiro chose to be the thief because he had no other choice. He was the last one left and they told him they need a thief. She says most parties don't realise they need a thief until much later on. Yes. So does that imply that most parties don't have one early on? Does that also imply that there's other classes that people would rather exactly, pick? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do, do some teams want two warriors and no thief? Yeah. I would imagine so. But also what we hear from Haruhiro when he goes to his thing is he's like, I have no skills. So I thought I'd become a thief anyway. That's literally what he says. He's like, I have no skills, so I'm just going to come here and do this instead. 
And it's like, shut up, you definitely have skills. You must have some skills. He's rather nimble. Yeah. Like, he is pretty good at what he does. And he can see the Matrix. Yeah, he can see the code. We'll get on to that. (laughs) Episode one ends with the party setting out again, and we sort of see Yumei doing what hunters are supposed to do, and she sort of scouts ahead to try and find... She's good at this, but why does the thief go? I guess because he's also quiet. Yeah, I... That's not what they're supposed to do. No, no, the hunter's supposed to go out and scout ahead, yeah. A hunter is a scout. Yes. By my nature, a hunter is a scout. They know what they're looking for. A thief kind of knows how to get into places. He's for the traps. Yeah. He's for setting traps and stealthily killing people. It's just odd. I think this is supposed to be early indications that he will take the lead. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they wanted Harahiro present in most scenes because we are following his story. Yeah. Can I just talk about how I feel that Ranta, by the way, is the essence of Grayson, by the way. <laughs> There's I'm a scene where, a he's, compliment. where he even references, I have this, if there are big boobs, I will find them. That is definitely Ranta. I and definitely was an you. ass man until Fran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She converted me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I'm saying is they're, pervert they're and pervert. ridiculously animated big boobies. Are we talk- who's are we talking about now? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to episode two. Episode two starts with Harahiro uh, waking up in... We find out that the lodging that they're in is the trainee volunteer soldiers lodging. Do they so, sleep in hay or sticks? I think it's hay. hay. I think it's hay. It's never coloured like hay. It doesn't look like hay. It's not animated like hay. As far as I know, it's hay. But um, my my logic would tell me that it's hay. Yeah. We never see it in the daytime. We only no. see it at night where it's darkened and that. And it's always brown. Yeah. This is lodging. But it's also that... dried. Think yeah. about that. It would yeah. have been dried hay after years of just people lying. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. That's not how hay works. <laughs> I think this is actual lodging that every volunteer soldier starts out in. Yeah, so everybody so. that got transferred into the world, including Renji and his team, all stayed at this lodging until obviously they could afford to leave this. We'd lodging. all do this, right? We wouldn't blow money on. Oh, I, I need. I'd nice be bed. more than happy staying in there. Yeah, like I it don't looks know. cozy. It's got a great kitchen. It's got a bathhouse. Like what more do you need? And they're on their own because everyone else is paid and, to go off. And that wall came down really fucking easy, so you can see inside that bathhouse. <laughs> Ranta, there you go. Ranta, <laughs> instantly. <laughs> He's throwing to episode two, the end of. <laughs> anyway, Haruhiro wakes up and he goes looking for Monito because he's out. When he finds Monito, we find out that he's been gathering information. Getting he drunk. says he says he's been gathering information. <laughs> he's been to the pub. He has been getting pissed. <laughs> he's just come back from the tavern. He is, I relate a lot to this. He is well. <laughs> the guy that's been caught coming in very late. Drinking. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's his son has caught the dad he's... coming home and he's like, no, son, I'm not drunk. <laughs> what yeah. information? I was scouting. I was getting information. <laughs> what information does he gather? None. 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 Does he say any? No. No, he just says he's been to the... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I can't like get I've just been to the tavern to get information. Yeah, of course you have. As, as he stumbles to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Gets a drink of water. <laughs> I, l- I love every moment that Haruhiro has when he bonds with Monito, though. I think they're very good and they're very crucial to Haruhiro's character building. They're yes. really genuine. They come across as... It's so not, real. Yeah, it's not him talking to a child. It's him talking to someone that he sees on his level who just isn't as experienced. in, And I think in life. But even Monito says, like, 
he indicates that he doesn't even want to be the leader as such. Like he's not even experienced enough to be the leader. And he, and he expresses this. He's like, you know, I'm just as scared as you are. The bonding sessions, I mean, they continue throughout the entire anime and they're just so good for the plot. Yeah, it's really important for Hero as well. Haruhiro also mentions the moon, another reference to him knowing that he's not in the world he once come from because the moon is red in this world. Yeah. And he says that's, like, even to me, that's weird. The moon shouldn't be is red. It just me that thought the moon looked like this, the materials from Kill the Kill. Yes, it does. It really does. I saw it and I was like, I know that fabric. <laughs> Are we saying this is a spin off? <laughs> no, I'm just saying the moon's a, like a four star general or something. <laughs> Shit. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> we cut from their bonding session to the team or the party, should I say, out hunting. And they find the solo goblin out down by the river. The, the one that they were looking for, the one on his own. And we're just when they're about to try and hatch some sort of offensive attack, Ranta decides to just run in. Sup? He's such a dickhead. <laughs> like, seriously. I love him. Hunter, rogue, or rogue, then hunter, then you fight. But this is what Dark Knights do. Like, any class that's called a knight in a video game thinks they're invincible and they go bombarding in. And literally, the rest of them are like, God damn it, Leroy. Lee, oh, I was going to put that as well. I was about to be like, Leroy Jenkins. He definitely does that instantly. Literally all the time. I know a lot of people would have thought that Haruhiro probably should have just done a sneak attack, but I think a lot of people get mistaken between a thief and an assassin. There's a big difference between a thief and an assassin. So they should have snuck a uh, sneak attack. He gets assassin skills later on. He does. He gets the, the skill like backstab. quiet footsteps. The, yeah. Backstab, the, spider. Which is an assassin, attack, not a yeah. thief as such, really. Well, yeah. the, the footsteps is a thief sort of thing. The but footsteps is very much a thief, yeah. Yeah, even though Ranta runs in, Haruhiro seems to get there first. Even though he trips up. Is this one where he trips up? Yeah, Ranta yeah, runs and trips. Down. Haruhiro then runs in to support and actually ends up getting there first, well, which isn't his job. He's a thief. So he ends up being frontline first attack with his dagger. He tanks so much. Like, such big weapons come at him and he's like, my tiny little dagger will block that. Deflect. Like, no, it wouldn't. It's Pack deflect. It in. That's all he's doing is deflecting. <laughs> Defensive manoeuvre. Yeah, with his tiny little dagger. This is supposed to be realistic. Could you guys realistically deflect yes. a large sword with your little no, tiny yeah. dagger? A, to- a tiny goblin swinging a blade at me. Yeah. With that tiny dagger? Yeah. No. You've only got to no. nick it. All right, he does it, 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 does it later as well with something much bigger. It's only a goblin. And no, he breaks that thing as well. Much later. I'm not, no, we're not going that. I'll complain later. Carry on. <laughs> it moves into the whole party surrounding the goblin. I mean... I you, feel sorry for the won. fucking goblin. Oh, uh, no, you've won, right? I mean, you've got every single member surrounding it. The river <laughs> is back. This is one little tiny goblin. This is when we sort of see the... In this world... It's fucking brutal. It can be fucking yeah, brutal. This Even the monsters have emotions and feelings. And they have fear. Yeah, that goblin is scared. I'm glad they established it. I'm glad they didn't do it every single time. Yep. Yes, yeah. Like we, I, it was great there. to know that these monsters are not NPC, you know, collecting experience points. Just nasty. They and that's why they just, fight so hard. Yeah. And we constantly see the goblins playing games or eating around a yeah. campfire and doing very normal things. I, They're I, living things. Necessity for a living, breathing world and not a video game world. Intelligent living things yeah. as well. It was nice, but I'm so glad 
that they made the decision not to do it with every single goblin and every single monster. No, I agree. Yeah, no, totally, I agree. It's a bit when he gets hit by the sword and screams. I even yes, write this yeah. down. When Ronta, Ronta, Ronta where... stabs him, and he, I mean, even Ronta freaks out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because his like, hand locks, doesn't he? And it's like, I, I think I hit bone or something. Yeah, I, again, this is so raw and real, and the emotions portrayed in the whole fight scene in this is just so realistic, well, just, and that's what makes it so good. Just the bit when they finally get the upper hand, Ranta gets on top of the thing and then just starts stabbing away. Panicking. Panicking, yes. Well, Haruhiro takes a knife to the shoulder as well. Just when yeah. they think they've killed the goblin... It bursts into life again. And is he the only one that dagger. ever takes any real damage? The wizard has once. But yeah, well... Yeah. The nick on the arm. <laughs> Ranta has. I mean, yeah, he does a bit later, yeah. All I'm saying is that there is... People do take damage, yeah. Yeah, it's realistic. It's more realistic, this one. Yeah, definitely so. Armour is important. Very much let's so. Put it, let's they, put it they, like that. They make a big deal out of that as they well. They do make a massive deal out of armour. They eventually manage to, to kill the goblin, as you... you stated like ranta gets on top of him oh, just brutal. but even the way they do this like the goblin plays dead slices ranta in in the ankle throws a or knife, something yeah throws like, the knife at haruhiro and yeah. Then, yeah and then ranta just chases it yeah in panic mode and just instinct and just wails on Roar it. again just absolutely wails on it gets off and cries this the whole team breaks down yeah like somebody just throws up it sets in what they've they've actually killed a living thing. The adrenaline is gone, and then you've got the realization afterwards. Which, by the way, never in any other MMO style like Isekai has I've seen remorse. this. No. Like people actually feeling the emotions of having a fight. Remorse for killing something. Yeah. Oh, doesn't the music do a good yeah. job of of setting the mood of what they're feeling? Like they, it switches from like this nice gentle music to full-on rock which is yeah. pure adrenaline and then goes back to gentle when that's worn off it's such a good good soundtrack it is. such a good soundtrack. i don't think you could ever comment on how they feel after they kill that monster because you couldn't turn around and say what you'd be like in that situation no because you just can't comment on that you can't i, I mean it's all well and good sitting there saying oh i could yeah. kill a goblin easy could you yeah when, could it's, you? when it's got it's, emotion and it's something that looks different speaks a different language but does the same things you do yeah. no nah, i'd have trouble i'd have trouble i mean maybe in the end if it was like life or death and i need to do this this is my job but fucking i'd be like these guys i yeah. would struggle i would really yeah struggle. i mean even i wouldn't i'm fucking heartless that's because you're blonde <laughs> we know you're blonde i was about to say you're in the main group uh, you're not even in this group you're in the other one which is just stabbing things for fun now. i think i just have to get it over with quickly i'd be the one sneaking up behind the goblin at the river slit its throat and yeah, be done would. with it do you know what i mean and then just yeah that's but you'd it. also be the guy going spider attack and grab on <laughs> spider, spider attack and grab on and calling everything out <laughs> That's to the lady. <laughs> Spider attack. <laughs> Move I on. love her ladies. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> the loot they get from the goblin is they get a, a fang and one silver coin. But not their currency. Very important that it's not their currency because they get offered 30 copper for it later. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it's not their currency. So after they've killed the goblin, they basically sort of have some downtime. There's a lot of downtime I in this. I think they need it. Which um, is what I really enjoyed, by the way. With this anime, I'd like to say that they have very condensed fight scenes where there's brutal stuff happen, and then they flip straight back to normal life. 
which the, is really which you, nice. Which you would. The pacing of this makes it seem like the deaths of things, even goblins and monsters, which you see die a thousand times in other, other shows, are important. Every single one of them is important because their downtime is like, it's got to be like a two-to-one ratio where you see, you know, if you if there's 10 minutes of a fight, there's 20 minutes of normal everyday living and talking and conversations and characters. Yep. Because I, I, I think, what, the fight scene in this is probably four minutes, maybe five be, minutes? Yeah, yeah four or five that. minutes. And, and then, then we've got about 16 minutes of just downtime. Yeah. Everything else. Yep. And about five minutes. But I think you would in this world, soundtrack. wouldn't you? You'd go out partying, partying one day and then you'd have a rest day. And you'd Which they do later on, rest yeah. Day. They're, they're, they don't in the beginning. They are very much I mean, a would very you, would you be pushed? Circle. Would you be pushed to go out every day? To, no. to get more money, to learn more skills, to get stronger. No. Would, you, would later, you be pushed or would you pace yourself? Later, I'd you probably myself. would. There's no indication of a rush in this at all. Like, you buy your badge when you get your 20 silvers, and when that happens, great. It's only how much money that you have to spend on your own life. Yeah. That's the only thing that's going to stop you, prevent you, or force you to go out. During the downtime, we also get, like, a musical interlude. All the musical interludes in this are amazing. This is the montage piece, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Where they're going through and uh, they, they've come back from their fight and they're like, well, guys, we've got downtime now and go do what you want to do. Which, by the way, we see only the two girls go off together. The rest of them are sort of on their own, doing their own things. And well, even Hero shows. separates himself. Yeah. He's wandering through and he looks at everyone, but he never interacts with any of them. It's the first time we get an indication that Shihuru likes Monoto. That's a bit where they're at the jewellery stand, isn't and it? And Monoto buys her her hair clip. I thought, no. Did she not buy it? No. I don't think they bought it, did they? Monoto yeah, buys it for he her. he buys it. Because she's having trouble fitting it and putting it in, and then he puts it in her hair, and yeah. I think it's implied that he, yeah. he paid for it and yeah. did all. Also, the music is by uh, No Name, but No as in I Know Something. Oh, oh Okay. Brilliant music. Uh, fantastic. Every yeah. female singing part of the artist is called No Name. Oh, that's really good. Very so, good. I mean, we're establishing that Shihiru, let's say what it is, she's in love with Monoto. Very much so. There's a few different, there's two love interests in this in this show. One of them I didn't see coming, but yeah. Monoto was very obvious. Yeah. The red-headed girl. Look. Yeah, Monoto like the red-headed girl. very strongly enforced throughout this anime that Yume likes Haruhiro. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Very strongly implied. They have a lot of moments together. A lot of moments together. Three, then. We can talk about one of the moments in a little while because I have reference to this and it made me laugh a lot. We also see Ronta taking a vice and he wants vices when he kills... Anything he takes a voice that can be anything. It he can be, has to kill it though. Yeah, he has, he, to, have he has the to be the one blow. that kills it. And I love that they set the rule. They do what Sword Art didn't do, and they make it very clear what the rules are very early on for each class, for every single class, why they're doing it, what they're doing, and what they get from yeah. it. Very clear. And he gets the vice because the more vices he gets, the more stronger his demon that he can summon can become. And the demon is used for. I think he says that he can use it to distract enemies. Yeah, it's not an offensive thing. It's no, def- it's... And it's, it's not defensive. It's like a scouty thing. Yeah, it's like a distraction for enemies and things like that. Did anybody else get in the montage, the uh, Monoto piece? It gave me a reference to Kirito. With what? So he's lying down by the stream. He's not doing anything yeah, else other than the living un- in the, the world. Yeah, 
living in the world. He seems like a Kirito style character for me. That's just. I don't think he's got the fight and passion. No, no, he's no. I'm on about like. Yeah, I he... think he is just. I think we're supposed to get this character is so laid back Composed. that it might be a problem. Yeah, he joins a guild. This is what I've put down that he joins a guild out of necessity. But he actually enjoys the world that he's yeah. living in. Like he's yeah, not. You can just, certainly see he enjoys yeah. the time he's having there. Yeah, he's living in it. Well, not wouldn't just, you? All he's done yes, so far I, is not kill anything, go to the pub, and lay in a field. Look, I, I've already said this world I'd much rather be in. Than Seems like a man I can relate to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I genuinely think we'd all have a great time in this yeah. world. Yeah, we would. I genuinely believe it. I'd fucking much rather be there than working. <laughs> so, well, there is working. It's just a fucking better job. A uh, much better job. Yeah, Sheeny working, right? Yeah, How long yeah, you been right. on furlough now? <laughs> What's that furlough called? Holiday, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Retirement. <laughs> it's a good job you can't sit in a field all day, yeah. <laughs> He's got nothing as well. The He's episode... pretending to read his notes. <laughs> <laughs> the episode ends with Ranta gathering the guys up. He gets them all to come outside and he's like, come on, come on, we've got to go, we've got to go. And they're like, well, what's happening? Where are we going? And he's like, the girls are having their baths right now. So we've got to go and peek on them. It's what we have to do. Grayson's making a A-OK sign. <laughs> did, he, did he scout out the wall so he found he the went, hole he in went it? No, he did it earlier because Monoto noticed him eyeing up the, the, wall, the courtyard and everything. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he's he'd like, already I know what done you're his, He's already done his groundwork. <laughs> he scouted, yeah. He goes to go and peek <laughs> on the girls and... Uh, it doesn't go well. Well, they all go after him. He's like, they're all like, no, don't do it. And then you hear a wall collapse and then it goes to the next episode, doesn't it? But how well do they follow this moment on with yes. the attitude of the two girls? Yes, this is fantastic because they Instead don't just... Instead of brushing it off. Yeah, it's not a passing comment. It's not a, oh, how could you? And then, oh, oh that's we're Ronta being Ronta. Yeah, no, da, 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 it's da, 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 not da. like that. They hate him. Like, I don't think, no, hate's the wrong word. They, they're a bit disgusted yeah, at his behaviour. They, they're disappointed. It's not that them. they like him, but they don't dislike him. At it's, all of them. There's something in between that is what their relationship with. Well, the rest of them get on really well. Necessity. Gel together really well. And he's kind of like this, well, I like him, but I don't like him. It's like that sibling that you know is yep. a prick. <laughs> it just is. It's like, you love him, but you're not sure fucking why. We've all got him. <laughs> So we go into episode three. And if you haven't got them, just think You're about it. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're that sibling. <laughs> so we move into episode three and it sort of kicks off with Mogazo doing his own thing because he's the cook of the party. We see... They all apologise. Yeah, they're all... Apo- well, apart from... Apart from Ranta. They're all apologising for the bathroom incident. Even Don't though they look at me every time you say fucking Ranta. <laughs> they shouldn't have had to apologise. The only one who should fucking apologise is Ranta. Yeah. And uh, this is also when... Is it Yumei who slaps him? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he tries to be the big bollocks again and sort of be like, I did nothing wrong. So she gives him a, a, a good backhand. Yeah. Sometimes, we've established this, sometimes you need to just deal out a little love slap. <laughs> Put and people it, in their place, get people motivated. And There's nothing about love. <laughs> it sets this premise of the group all being... Because there's a rift. Yeah, there's Everybody's a rift. Yeah, sad everyone's and... on edge. The whole it's disjointed. The whole group becomes disjointed because of this one action, which is why but it's so good. It's needed because, and it it's the foundation of them later then establishing that they're friends and not just people thrown together, which is what I think separates them from the other group that they were brought into the world with. 
because they're so we learn that those people are so replaceable that groups just swap yep. people in and out and yep. these people are like no we stick together regardless i think what this does show is that there's a breaking of trust the girls feel like they've had their trust broken and like invaded their personal well they've made, it, they've so. made it realistic yeah. rightfully again. so which yeah. is what, what i mean it's being very realistic about it when you think a lot of the other animes that we have watched, it's like, oh, well, do it 20 minutes later. Yeah, well, we get it in Gurren we get it in fucking Sword Art, we get it everywhere else. But in this anime, they address it. It's like, that's unacceptable. And it is unacceptable. Yep. But every other anime plays it off as like, oh, it's just part of the character, don't worry, because he, he's got to be that. It's like, no, they don't, though. They nope. really don't. They don't address it like that at all. And, and it shows brilliant. through the fact that they don't make any money for days and it's just raining constantly. Well, the girls just won't talk to the the boys yeah. at all they're just shutting them out it's the first time like i said before that we see yume and haruhiro as well as they're walking through the woods out partying yume makes a comment <laughs> that's probably not part <laughs> <laughs> with their party yume makes a comment to haruhiro where she says she knows it wasn't him or his fault about the bathroom incident. And then she turns around and says, it would have been okay if it was you, Harahiro. That's a weird thing to say. Because it, it implies it heavily that... heavily implies that she likes Harahiro. It's just that every main character in anime is allowed to do this, but the other characters are not. And it's just so weird. So weird. It's a bit weird to turn around and say, it's all right if you come and... Peek on us in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. But even it's all right if you have a gander. Like, yeah, even even Haruhiro Haruhiro calls like, it as well. He's like, what? <laughs> He's, Hold on a minute. What? I, no, thanks. Cheers. <laughs> but <laughs> he doesn't say no thanks. Cheers. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't say it. In or else he'd be getting one of those big old love taps as well. <laughs> <laughs> you would be turning you may away. No, no, no. <laughs> I've already said. Yeah, I, I'm what? the one that's what. Yeah, why are you turning you may down, Brittany? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know which one I'm Hey, darling. Like, like mine's, mine's at the theme Hey, card. kitties. <laughs> Little kitties. Barbara's the only lady for him. <laughs> lady in quotes. <laughs> but I'm accepting. As we see, and as has already been discussed, you basically see that a few days has passed and nothing has happened. They haven't killed anything. They haven't done anything because the party's so disjointed. And too laid back. And Harahiro talks about the fact that their clothes are starting to get worn out. Yeah, he's saying he's running out of pants and that pants are expensive. Uh, then he has that little daydream moment where he's like, I wonder if the girls, girls are going are wearing commando. Pants. I wonder if they're going commando while they wash their only pair of underwear. Then he goes to have a little look it's in. It's a fair thought. It is. <laughs> Unnecessary, but would that not just brush your mind as you're... I'm a bit older than you guys, so not anymore. Maybe in my youth. I'm not making a comment. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> no further questions, Your hey, Honour. It's the first. It's the first sign that people are having urges. Another realistic thing, though. Yeah, that's true. You okay. know, Haru Hiro's having urges, which is fair. That's how you want to pass it off. That's fine, Chini. <laughs> it's only natural. I promise. <laughs> it's all it is. It's just basic instinct. Sectoplasm. <laughs> Did you, see the, ghost? did you see the spooky ghost? Sectoplasm <laughs> everywhere. Fucking tangent upon tangent upon tangent. Are you lot We find out about the ruined city of Donoro. And basically it was the old capital, I believe they say, of that region. Yeah. And it's been overrun, ransacked by goblins. And it has like a new part 
and an old part. So the new part is where the majority of the goblins hang out and basically the group find out that the old city within Donoro is the one where that you'll find... Sort females of, and no, the, In the new city the new is city. when we find out that they're limited on females, the goblins, so they keep the females in the new part heavily guarded. And in the old city is where sort of the... Ruffians. Yeah, the sort of... What, the outcasty goblins and stuff like that? You never really know that? why they're there. We get that with the Cobalt Slayer. They establish that there's outcasts and that's why they're on the edge and weak and stuff. Well, there's Brilliant. different levels. is different. Brilliant yeah. way of doing things. Why are the goblins so separate? Are they scout parties? Are they there to conquer it? I think they actually talk about there's two different types. Well, they they, they, they mention their numbers out over the city, don't they? Yeah, and he mentions that he starts noticing differences in goblins and personalities and colours and everything else, which is, you know, yeah. great, because then it's not just one NPC model getting reused over and over again, which That's is still later, though. great. That's yeah. still later. Much later, yeah. Much yeah. later. And finally, when they get to Donoro and they decide to start attacking the old city is when they start actually killing goblins. They, they be- create some sort of systematic way they make of a system of yeah dealing with it. even though it's still when i watch it it's still clunky still only it's, solo well, ones as right well then it is find one kill one find yeah one, it is kill one. they they only go for the solo ones and they have a system in place where they take but you out would do this one. this is what you would do That's how you start yeah. and they map the area which is excellent it shows that they but have to have a map which they make they start learning they the city clearing buildings working the way through Buying new pants. Yeah, Harahiro finally gets some new <laughs> underwear. All the underwear. And they buy lots of food as well. Yeah, he goes mad on meat, doesn't he? We get another moment then as well with Shihiru and Monito um, when they're out. Is it feeding the birds? Why I believe not? they have then another moment again where they're sort of bonding on Do the, the birds bridge. Meowty? This is when <sighs> Shihiro um, has got the hair clip moment, isn't it? Is that the end? That's the end of the second episode, isn't it? Yes, they, it's they finally the get money. Yeah. It's, yeah, basically, they, they just have a little bond, and we get another moment of Shihiru getting lovey-dovey eyes for Monoto again. And, and, Monoto, and he, he is, is requited. Yeah, and Monoto does talk in this, uh, in one of these scenes about uh, saving money to get new skills as well. We also see Haruhiro looking after his daggers and weapons, which is a shout to, you have to maintain your gear in this world otherwise it can become well he's has, he's had to maintain his pants so yeah, yeah i would imagine him having to maintain his gear is like but we see him nature. sitting there sharpening polishing his knives all the time again realistic yep this is when monito finally suggests to the group we've got some money now we need to start getting some skills rather than spending money on like new clothes and stuff like that yeah. just stuff you don't necessarily need because the more skills you get the more stuff you can kill the more money you get. Yep. It makes sense. I mean, skills are one of the first things you buy, wouldn't it? Once you've established that you've got enough money oh, for yeah. lodging and food. You can have the best equipment in the world. Um, you don't know how to fucking use it. Yeah. I'd have the armor first. I'd want the equipment first. No, I'd do skills. You'd but have stick, basic skills, level Stick equipment. to the same enemies with higher skills and then switch to armor after that with a better skill class. And then you'd kind of balance between the two. Yeah, you're right. There's also a suggestion that Ranta is into you, awesome. Yeah, right? there is. Yeah. Even though he's Massive constantly so. slating her chest. But that's why he does it. I think this is a 12-year-old reaction. Yeah. Again, we've discussed this in a previous episode. Yes. This was um, Silent, Silent voice. voice, where this is kind of the stereotype 12-year-old Poking boys. fun, poking fun. Yeah, I'll pull her pigtail, she'll know I like her. They'll never know. But that's <laughs> what that's what they think will happen. And him constantly, because he never makes fun of anyone else, really. 
No, and he's clearly he clearly likes her. But yeah. like I said, there's so many indications that she likes Haruhiro. It was it might have gone somewhere had they have continued it. We'll never know. We then cut to Haruhiro basically having another discussion with Monito again, and he basically states to Monito the party needs him. This is the first sign where you're like, uh oh, something's going to happen to Monito because they're. Haruhiro's basically turned around and gone, like, we can't do it without you. We need you. You're the leader. But it's weird for the leader not to be the main character, or at least a very big prominent character. Even the leader in Sword Art Online, arguably, was Asuna. She was the closest thing we had to leading a party in that, in that well, world. Yeah, because yeah, Kirito was a solo player. Yeah, and she was a very big prominent character, whereas Monoto isn't. I, he doesn't claim to be. No. He's I mean, constantly trying to tell Haruhiro... He doesn't get the screen time we're a, to be. We're a party. You know, we all work together. There's not one standout person here. Monato also says he's thankful for them as well. He says that he feels like they saved him or helping him more than he's Which helping feel, them. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't find it easy to talk to people. Because this is the first time we get conversations about um, Haruhiro says... Oh, he doesn't have any flaws. And Monitor's like, yeah, I have flaws. And that, like, the fact that I can't talk to people very well, and this is actually really helpful. Yeah, he's a possible alcoholic. I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) We'll move into episode four. The first thing that we really see in episode four is the fact that the group's got new skills. Yeah, they're fighting a troll or a goblin, aren't they? Or a larger goblin. There's a troll. They're not fighting the troll. In the dungeon. <laughs> troll in the They're not fighting the troll. They're fighting goblins. <laughs> and we see oh, some God, of the new we skills. Just, we just identified ourselves as very British with the Harry Potter fucking thing. Yes. Who? Who? So Carry on. we see Ranta's new skill is thrust, which is just a what? It's, it's just <laughs> <laughs> James is humping the air. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's ju- it's literally what it wow on the tin. It's a lunge forward with his blade. It's a bow bow wow move. It's a <laughs> We are still talking about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we then see that Yume has picked up a non-bow attack, basically. It's a yeah, diagonal she, cross um, slash. Yeah, she because she's so shit, she thinks she has to heavily rely on actual Blades. hand-to-hand yeah, she, combat. She knows how bad she is at shooting arrows, so she's decided to get a hand-to-hand combat so she can get involved like Haruhiro does. Such a bad move. Such a bad move. Why? You're supposed if you to were be a party range. leader, you would be like, stop. You need some. You need some Stop close that. combat stuff. But the first things you'd be doing is your yeah. range. Stuff you need first. close combat as a last resort, yes. just in case the tank has gone down. Yes, yeah. It's not something you need. That big fucking wardrobe-looking motherfucker ain't going anywhere. <laughs> well, we've seen he doesn't really. He does doesn't he really take damage? He does once. Once, but yeah. We'll leave that for later. But yeah, he barely ever takes damage. Let me see. Haruhiro has got the skill backstab. Classic sort of thief slash assassin it's a, move. It's a level one move in D&D. Dodge and stab. Dodge and mm-hmm. stab. Basically, yeah. But it's supposed to hit a point in the back that's like an insta-kill sort of thing. Uh, we see Shihuru has got what she calls is a shadow beam. And she just uh, basically we find out that you pick an elemental when you pick to be magic. She chose to be a shadow elemental. Yep, that's one of the four elements. Yeah, that, that <laughs> that's definitely an element. Yeah, but in different fantasy games, you get like... No, no, I love that. I love that band. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Like the different types of dragons. There's a shadow dragon. Shadow dragon. So, yeah, it's better that there's not just four to pick from, that you've got... 
Which makes that class so much better than all the rest already. Yeah. Because you can fucking... Specialise. Yeah. So much better. Shadow Beam is just a shot of energy, right? And does fuck all. The beam of shadow. Do you think it's related to her? Does she have to oomph it? Because she she seems so All of of these moves that she has, has obviously a charge time, a... Yeah. Incantation. That's it. Is it her kind of effort and spirit that she puts into it to how much damage it's done because she hits things and they're kind of like what are you doing i don't know and then later on she hits things and it's like nuclear fucking bombs i think it might come down to a little bit about her as well yeah i think a lot I think of it's it about is... the incantation and the way you do it yeah and the, the, the emotion belief. you put into it like yeah. leviosa <laughs> leviosa <laughs> ronald Riesler. <laughs> If you didn't see that coming, when you guys are talking about how you pronounce it. We find out that she picked Shadow Elementals because it's known for being a supportive magic rather than a well, offensive. Yeah, she specialises in snares and slowdowns yeah. and stuns and stuff. Great support. Support you magic, yeah. Brilliant. When you've got like an archer, a thief, a, and th- a warrior. and a- What is effectively four people that are going to rush forward because the archer is shit and will rush. You yeah. need that support. You need to keep them still and make sure that those people can do their job with the minimum amount of danger. Yeah. Uh, we see that Monito decided to pick up an offensive move as well because he likes to rush in. And Fucking he, shock horror. He picked Smash. Um, because he can't use Blades, it's Monito a move that you have smash. to use You have to use <laughs> with your staff. And it's basically a bonk on the head, isn't it, with the it staff? It is. It's a donk. <laughs> a, a great move? Not. No. This Not for a fucking priest. Did he need He's to really to a... train for a week to do this? Oh, Donk. <laughs> he could have fucking focused on perhaps getting another fucking magic slot for his a healing. Heal. That a might shield. have fucking helped. A something else. Anything else. A bit of armour you fucking A back. shield that he slung on his back. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, that would have been handy. Yeah. A bit of metal. Nice bit of armour there. Foreshadow. Foreshadow. <laughs> Is foreshadow an element too? Or? <laughs> I wish fucking foresight was. <laughs> Uh, Mogazo picks up what he is called wind, and it's basically like a rage blow. Boy, he's uh, burping. Or the thank you blow, as he <laughs> I calls love it. that. Every and time he does it, he screams thank you. This is a move that he has to, once he's locked blades with an enemy, he can, what is it? It's like shift their blade up and it then swing the, a blow at them. It puts them off balance. Yeah. And then... He, he swings. Delivers the thank it's you. It's like a disarm sort of style. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Well, he sort of throws their blade up. It's a counter in attack. The air, yeah, and then takes a swing. It's a block. A big swing. It, yeah, it's an attack after a block. And it shouldn't even yeah. be a big fucking hit, but it's what he relies on very heavily. Then we find out that Ranta's got himself a demon, and that demon is called... Zodiac. Or oh. Zodiaco. Yeah. Zodiaco. It's Zodiac. It's Zodiac, and he, he calls it Zodiac. Zodiaco. That's what yeah. I'm calling it. Zodiaco. The demon's adorable. The demon is amazing. Yeah, but we never see it. Not we until don't see it for a lot later. No, which is even better it's that you don't better, see it until later. Because when forget, it does pop up, it's it hilarious. And then it pops up and you're like, oh, he has a demon. But he also <laughs> talks about how badass it is and how amazing it yeah, is. It's really not. <laughs> and we find out it's used for like distraction techniques and stuff like that. And finding yeah. things. That's it. That's yeah. it. Calling him a caterpillar. Please stop. That's later. We could talk about that later. I'll admonish you now. <laughs> we also see um, that Yume, when she kills things and stuff like that, she prays as well. So she has a, a process. She has a god called Elhit, who is a wolf god. And she does prayers and offerings um, when she can as well. Another realistic thing that they put in this world. 
I mean, this is a world you've been dropped in and you've got no memory or anything of your past before this world. Are you praying to a god? So she took up religion. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do, I think. I don't think I'd pick a god to pray to. Well, I think it depends on what her training is. Or do you think that you have to invest yourself in this god because it will help your skills? Well, it's supposed to be the they guard the hunters. That's what the god does. And she she prays to the god to protect her. And if she doesn't pray to the god, then won't get protection. And it probably was drilled into her, or at least she has some sort of belief into it because of who trained her. Is it a necessity? Probably fucking not. No, I, I guess it's a nice touch, though, that yeah, they put it's, in again. It's such a details. weird one, though, because they have charms and stuff that do offer protection and items that yeah, do Yeah, but we don't know protection. if that's actual, if it actually does offer protection or if no. it's supposed to be some sort of, like, placebo effect. We don't, but it's nice to think that it does. We see the group are basically tackling three goblins at a time now. They've sort of processed, upgraded, and they're getting better. The more efficient. More organised, a lot better. Which would happen when you start gaining skills. Yeah. You know, you're going to get better ways of attacking the opponent, better ways of supporting, better ways of offensive. And becoming more confident that you can actually do it. Because I think that's a lot of their problem is their confidence. They don't really feel confident in tackling stuff and beating things. Confidence is a big thing. And they even comment on this because they say that Ranta is a big help to them because of his willingness to dive into battle, to attack. Yes, he's gun-ho. Well, this is where we have that conversation with Manato, isn't it? Where they're sitting in the street uh, down a back alley or an alleyway and uh, Manato just says, oh, well, you've all got like your different qualities and yeah. stuff like that. And, and he, he, he lists them. He, Mogazo, he says, is like the group's shield. He's the big defender. They need him the to tank. stand there and tank it. He says that Ranta is the one that's willing to attack. He's never, he's, he's never afraid to do it. He'll always go forward no matter what the sort of odds are against him. He says that... Job. He's DPS. Yeah. He says that Yume is fearless. She fucking is. If she's got sword attacks for a hunter, she's clearly fearless if she's happy to die. But she's always willing to shoot. She just fucking shit at it. And she is fearless. Yeah. We we never get a moment of true. She never hesitates. She never hesitates to pull an arrow. Not once. She's just shit where it goes. And he says that Shihiru is the quiet, smart observant. She has a knowledge. And she's clever. Leader. 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 That she's clever enough to know that learning shadow magic was handy because it's a support magic and she registered that the group needed a supporter because Monito wasn't fucking doing it. He was diving in with Smash. But we never find out what... He never says anything about Haruhiro. He gets cut off before he can say anything. So he never actually says anything Haruhiro is waiting for him to yeah, say something he is. and he never mentions what he thinks Haruhiro is good at and then the group's path like world comes crumbling down a little bit doesn't it well they, they're like oh let's carry on hunting and stuff like that he walks out into the Monito just walks yeah. out into the open alleyway or a street it's, a, it's like a bridge yeah and basically they're ambushed Haruhiro spots a glint Warzone. a sniper glint of an arrow and he manages to just about push Monito out the way in time uh, but he takes the arrow into the shoulder I believe I think it's the shoulder the first one then the leg the second one he takes an arrow to a knee he takes an arrow to a knee and this is when Monito pulls him out and uses two spells to heal both wounds you're not touching that shoulder leave the fucking shoulder alone you heal the leg so he can move this is where Monito goes wrong all the time 
And Haruhiro also drops his blade after he's hit as well. Drops well, that and it loses that. It doesn't. It falls out of his back pocket, doesn't it? When he's running, it falls out. Yeah, he just loses his blade. It's drops stupid. it. Stupid. How fucking careless. Yeah. And they all basically call for retreat. Good idea at this moment. Yep. Because Leg it. Monato's already used two spells and he doesn't have a lot of magic because they've already been partying that day. So we don't know how many times he's already he's healed probably, people. Well, every he's single used time. It. He's basically exhausted. Well, we, we know that he'll heal the slightest cut you have. So he's obviously exhausted his supply of magic. And then as they're retreating, we get the moment where Monato is running and... 360 no-scope cheating. <laughs> and <laughs> hacks hacks the absolute it doesn't beat. show you but you know he's been hit in the back with an arrow well, yeah you see him get hit from the front so he clearly gets hit in the back you see it from the front and then the camera swings around to them running away and he runs like a fucking lunatic like the way he runs is like a mental patient well they, they he just brushes it off he's like i'm fine i'm fine keep going keep yeah. going and you don't see it in his back no uh, yeah, okay. In it's one a, split scene, you don't see it. Yeah, animation. okay, it is a fault. It's <laughs> yeah. a fault in the uh, It's not Matrix. the first time they do it, but do you know what? I don't care. I did. I did. It bugged me. It bugged me. They end up retreating into the forest, and they're all sort of out of breath, and they're all Panicking. panicked. Yep. Yeah. And then Monoto falls, hits the ground. And you finally see that there's an arrow in his back. And they're all sort of screaming to Monoto, and they're like, Use your magic, heal, heal, heal. And he's basically like, I can't, I'm completely out of magic. I've exhausted well, it must my supply. that one ball, and then it kind he, of it whips do off, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. it? He basically is like, I, I've got nothing left. And they're sort of all panicking, and they decide that the best course of action is to rush him to... Is it his training? I think it's his, the training His mentor. teacher, yeah. Yeah, his, yeah the, the priest the teacher, mentor. Yeah. And they take him to the temple where his mentor is, and um, they lay him on the table, and they're basically like, save him. And the mentor... Gandalf. Assesses him. He's basically like... He's like, there's nothing I can do for the dead. <laughs> he's fucked. He basically puts it as blunt as he can. Yeah, he yeah. just says, there's nothing I he's can dead. do. He's Burn dead. Him. Burn him. Burn him. Well, the we get Harahiro's spiral into denial of... I mean, he... Fair. Realistic, I'd say, yeah. again. This guy, he just can't accept it. Change of animation style on the guy's face for Harahiro... When he realises that, hold on a minute, he, he goes into the denial, doesn't well, the, he? the sleepy cat kind of disappears. Yeah. We All see raw emotion. Yeah. Actual kind of wide We see Shihiru and, Shihiru and Yume breaking down in the corner. Mogazo, stoic. Ranta. Angry. Speechless. Angry. Like, he's so underrated. Like, he is an absolute anchor. Ranta. No, no, no. Big tanky boy. Mogazo. Yeah. yeah. Like, he is such a support element for this group. Yeah. He will listen to fucking everyone. In all ways. Because he he's carries collected them. and calm. And he's so calm all the time. All the time. And basically, the priest turns around to them, and he says that they have to dispose of the body the right way, or the no-life king will resurrect him. Which is the first reference we get to reanimating of the dead through some zombies. no-life king, yeah. Well, he, sa- he states that basically you have about five days at the most before a corpse will reanimate in this world. And it doesn't matter where you die in this world, you will reanimate. And that the only way to not reanimate cremation. is cremation. Which they obviously comment on and say like, well, I guess that's not free. And he's like, yeah. well, I'll pay for it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Monito is our own. We pay for our own. It's it's you, a weird uh, thing. I thought this was going to be some throwaway thing as like just one of the other gods. Like because in this episode we hear about two gods, 
and one of them is literally nothing, and the other one is probably the big bad boss of the of the world. And I thought this was going to be a throwaway. In. I'm so glad it's not because it came out of nowhere. The whole bit after the mention of cremation is heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, they hit emotion hard here with the sort of water painted pictures that they show and all the emotion and the crying and the breaking down of the characters and during the cremation process. You think it's the end of the episode, but actually all they've done is watercolour painted everybody's emotion at that time. Yeah. It's just scene by scene of... And the music that goes with it. It's so well well animated. It's it's amazing. Like the the watercoloured pictures of them... It doesn't have to move for you to feel... The emotion from the picture. Because you know what they're feeling. I think it would have been worse off if they tried to animate it as their normal kind of every every bit of the episode style. It's nice that they did it this way. I've never seen this done. It separates. It separates it so much and it needs to be separate. It makes you pay attention. Gives you the feels. So many feels. Going into episode five. While you're breaking down, going into episode five, it opens with basically the group explaining the. It costs a one lot, silver a for life, a life. A life is worth a silver. 50 coppers for cremation, 50 coppers for a, a grave. Which is quite a it's nothing. powerful thing to open the episode with as well. It's isn't it? nothing. Well, it ma- it You're putting you... a price on a life. And... It well, costs worse nothing. than that, it's not just a price. It's an absolutely fucking pound land price. Yeah. It, you are worthless. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, no one will give a fuck. And all you are is, you know an inconvenience to your party, a bad memory, and a fucking silver piece. You are a nameless soldier yeah. in a vast army, hmm. is what it is. And not even a fucking proper army. Yeah. These guys are volunteer trainee, nobodies. Trainee volunteer army. And I really enjoy the next part when... Ronta sort of... Basically, he just packs up and goes, right, it's time to, to leave. Well, he's like... It's right, pointless now. Carry on. It's almost like he wants to just... Leave the party. Yeah. It's almost like he just wants to... That's it. I'm splitting. I I can't deal with all of this. And Yume sort of slaps him again. Yep. To sort of wake him up. Well, we get that from other parties in this. They do break after a death. The only other parties we know of are not built of the parties that they started of. When a death happens in this world, most parties break up and reform into different groups. Yep. Depending on how many people are lost. And these are different. Yeah, it's more of like... Yume slaps him and it's just like, how dare you even insinuate on trying to break up this group? Well, they do the most realistic thing again. They go to the pub. Yep, damn right. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Suffer loss, so they drown their sorrows. Damn right. And But only the three guys. Only the yeah, guys. The girls. Yeah, the, girl, the girls. Well, Shiharu is still beside herself and Yume is there for her. And Ranta, he sort of tries to blame Haruhiro in the pub for... He's lashing out, though. He is. It's an emotional response, isn't it? Um, But he's basically saying, like, if he didn't heal you, he would have had enough magic. He's young enough. He's too young to understand that there isn't always someone to blame. And he has to blame someone for everything. There has to be someone at fault. Ranta's probably the most immature character in the party. He can't handle things. And it's at that point you see Mogazo finally break... Like his silence, and he tells him to shut up. Yeah, he just tells him to stop fighting, yeah. and he, and he, he gets him. angry. He gets angry for the first time. Even in battle, you don't see him angry. Yeah. In walks Kikawa, the drunk Kikawa. Fucking love this dude. He's a great character. He is well used to break up all of the sorrow that you are feeling as 
you are watching this. Yeah, he's the happy note for your You needed sad. this release. He, does, he doesn't even take you to a point where you laugh, though. He just puts you back at that middle ground where it is a neutral. Yeah. Because you still see them being like, we're fucking miserable, fuck off. And yeah. he's the exact other end of the spectrum. So it puts you right in the middle. But fuck, he puts it in perspective for him. Yeah, he, he does. He comes in and he's basically like, priests get targeted all the time. Didn't you guys know How that? How did nobody notice this? Like... All goblins know that a priest heals the rest of the party, so all they always all enemies target priests constantly. And this is fighting one oh one, guys. It's like News to them. Like Yeah. Is it not knowledge that your healer is clearly one of the is the most important person in a party? He is the most important healers, person in a party. Tanks. Yeah. Healers, tanks, healers, tanks. And they both complement each other. Yeah. The healer. One, one at the front, one at the back. One needs the one other. One protects the other. Yeah. Well, they both protect each other yeah. but from different angles. And basically, Kikawa turns around and is like, if you're going to continue, you need to find another priest because no party can consist without a priest. Well, it's the fact that he rocks up and he's like, oh, where, where's um, Mogazo? And he's like, oh, he's dead. And he's like, uh, oh, well, you know, yeah. uh, it happens. What's your guys' names again? I yeah. thought it had come to me when we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many times has that happened to you in a pub? So many. <laughs> Would he fuck you off? When a little you're bit. feeling um, all of this, like pain... For I him to turn around and be no. so nonchalant about it all. I don't think he would. Or no, would but he, I think he grounds him oh, a little bit I was going to say, more. would he ground you? Would, yeah. Would he I bring you back and be like... He is like an absolute smack in the face from reality. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, ah, it happens all the time. People die who's priests. So you need to sort of get used to it because you've got to keep going. But it also shows that, like, obviously everyone in his party aren't as well connected to each other and yeah. there's less attachment. Well, it shows there's difference between their party and everybody else's yeah. party. These guys have kinship He belongs to Renji's party, right? Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. He mentions that he's rolling with these new guys. And he also mentions that he knows of a priest and he sets them up to meet her and go out partying with her. And we get introduced to Mary. I didn't think she was going to stick around, if I'm honest. I thought she was, because she's so nothing. Well, we see them adventuring with her. And basically, um, the group start complaining constantly about Mary. And almost instantly as well, like from the introduction where it's like, hey, uh, well, we get the introduction where they introduce him to Yume and uh, Shihiru meets him. And it's like, yeah, this is the new priest that we've got without talking to you guys about, you know, and instantly... Should have been discussed. Should have been discussed, but... Because that's what Monoto does. Yeah, but... The Haruhiro is right in the sense of we don't have time to waste. No. We have to live, so we have to keep adventuring, so we need a priest immediately. Definitely. So he's not wrong, but it should have been a discussion. They are right. And it's awkward because she is awkward as well around them. She's just sort of a shell, but we know why she's a shell later on. Yeah. We learn that, well, but you know that something's not up. something's wrong with her simply because she's a soloer anyway. So something's not right there anyway. But they they constantly complain about her. Basically, they, they they turn around and say like she doesn't cooperate with the team. So when some of them get cuts or anything like that, when Monato would have healed them, Mary's basically like no. She turns around and straight tells them that isn't going to impede you in any way in combat. Get on with it. I'm not using my magic for that. Which is the first time I think they've been told no. Yep, by a healer. Yep. And I think that is why they're like, oh, what? There's a massive amount of resistance from them. Yep. Well, from Rata. Mostly him, yeah. 
But we get a lot of Ranta is like, oh, come on, you're supposed to help us and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, I'm supposed to help. I'm not supposed to do everything for you. You know, and even the rest of them are put out by that because it's like, oh, we're, we're starting to have to deal with stuff that we never had to deal with before, if you know what I mean. Well, she doesn't fight on the front line either. That's another thing that they're not used to. Um, they say that she's not polite uh, because she's so reclused into herself. They say that they're falling apart without Manito because of... There, there is no recovery yeah. from him yet at all. And this character, Mary, has come in and she's not a member of the team. No. She's not. And then they're back to the pub. And we're back to the pub. And we get introduced again to Renji, striding in Mr. Big Bollocks again. And he walks up to their table and flicks them a gold piece. Yeah, he just drops it on the table, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It says sorry Dick for move. Manito's it's, loss. I don't know. To be fair, he he's d- been nice. He's you, literally yeah. like you. It, it, in the most unsincere way yeah. possible. If he would have just said, "It's like you're you worthless. Need recovery. You need help. Yeah. Here's your help." If he'd have come in and just said, "You need recovery time. Don't go out. I've got a few days covered for yeah. you. Here's a gold piece to you know get you fed and keep you sheltered yeah. until you get back." But it's out not. There. It's an indication of weakness. Fucking great. But it's it's literally just a like I am an alpha. Here is your petty change, yeah. you fucking you, mug. You're uh, we- you are weak. <laughs> I think there's something behind that that we don't know about as well. Because he's like I he- heard about your loss of Manato. Here's a gold for your trouble. Yeah, no, but it's it, so nonchalant and careless. There and is cold. something I think that is never discussed. Which you know Manato's been going to this pub a lot. So he must have some sort of relationship with I Renji reckon and he stuff does like have that. a relationship oh, with definitely. Renji that would have been better established had there been a second season. They seem yep. like very similar type of leaders. Yes. With one of them being very serious and hands-on and the other one being not Almost so Almost like serious. they could have been friends. Yeah. But I think in their roles, they would have had a friendship. Yes. Because they were both leaders of a party. And well, they could talk to each other the way that perhaps they wouldn't have talked to their party. Yeah. Well, the group turn. They turn down the gold. They're basically like, we we don't need it. Well, the group doesn't. Well, Haruhiro. Haruhiro, Haruhiro does, does. Yeah, and and the rest of them are like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Yeah. And Haruhiro is like, no, he's no, right. no, we earn our own money. He's right. He forces the group to snap out of it. Like, if you want to fucking live, we need to we need to move on. I think it's referenced a lot later, but it's quite helpful to understand now at this at this moment that that actually snaps out Haruhiro from his. Yeah doldrums of like i think oh, the next the next something. moment is what really snaps him out and it's the moment again when we get another moment between him and yume he basically confronts i'd say confronts he has a conversation with her and he basically asks her if she is angry at him for bringing in mary so soon and they have a discussion and and they have this realization she helps him realize that monoto's gone he's gone gone He's not coming back. Yeah, but also in that conversation, she says that just because he's gone, you're shutting me, the, uh, the two girls out, basically. You've shut out us. You three have gone off, which we've seen yeah. throughout this entire episode, that they've gone off, gone to the pub, they yeah. go off drinking, and they've left It's almost the two like girls. they don't want to touch Shiharu. Well, it just seems like, like... They're like, whoa, she's really torn up. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I oh, know, they, these are young lads. Yeah. Like, apart yeah. from Tanky Boy, they all seem really, really young. And he's. Yeah, that's which is why I think he's so teens, stoic, yeah. is he is not in his teens. He's clearly like early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. And the rest of them are teenagers. Monito come across as older as well, yeah. I think. But basically, they break down. They have a good cry. 
right next to the bathhouse. And yeah, and, and, and they start cuddling each other in the rain and that. And another moment that I thought these two are coming together. I felt it was very just platonic, especially when she reinforced it with, uh, this is nice, I just needed holding. Yeah, I, I got that as I, well. I didn't feel Seems any like kind of sexual. If this had been the first moment, I would have said yes. But having her say what she said about the bathhouse, it was another moment for me where they were coming yeah. together closer again. Well, I, I could yeah. see how it would go both ways. I just didn't really think that this moment had any sexuality. It was purely no. like... Two it, people it was, who were healing. Until Shizuru looks out of yeah, the Shizuru uh, looks out the window of the bathhouse and sees her in his crotch. <laughs> yes. We just right. Yeah. And she's like, Oh hi Shizuru, don't mind us. And, uh, she they're doesn't, the, they're she doesn't the one inferring on. it. It's not the two that are actually doing it, they're doing anything. No, that no, is no, she yeah, gets the wrong she's idea. Shizuru gets yeah, instantly the wrong, the wrong idea. idea. And Harahiro also is like, oh God, she thinks this. It takes Yume a long time. And it takes Yume right till the end of that conversation to go, oh God, I've just got the reason why she's like so weirded out by that. And it brings us nicely into episode six. And it opens with Shihiru apologizing about getting the wrong idea about Yume and Harahiro. Although I still don't think she's got the wrong idea. I think there is something there. And then Ranta's like, hold on a second. And then Ranta's like, hold on, the whole wrong idea about what? And he basically gets pissed. Yeah, he likes... He likes you, mate. Yeah, he likes you, mate. And they basically have a discussion about the fact that they're going to work on accepting Mary into the party. They're going to try harder to talk to her, to include her. Integrate into the group. And it's the first time that Mary interacts with them as well when they say, when Haruhiro says good morning to her and she actually turns around and says good morning back and we finally see oh the wall has started to come down slightly a little bit very slightly and we see it working um the next bit is they start killing goblins again and they start working better together as a team and Mary is getting involved more and then we see Ranta and Mogazo fighting and they both get injured uh, and Mogazo takes a heavy blow to the head yeah and he steps back as well and she's like what are you doing stepping back get in there isn't she she's yeah. like you're supposed to be the tank actually be the tank she gets angry at Mogazo for actually stepping back and not being yeah what he's supposed to be then we see her heal him she apologizes yep for having a go at him and actually it's the first time we ever see her heal a member of the party but she doesn't heal Ranta yeah, and even Ronta's like, oh, come on, so heal me as well. And she's like, it's not that bad. And it isn't that bad. Yeah. It's it not. really isn't. They, they then discuss with Mary the fact that she doesn't heal him enough. And she, she does accept that she probably doesn't do as much as she should. She does sort of... They, they, they about ask this her the right way, though. He explains why they expect that, but they don't expect her to do that. Yeah. They don't want a carbon copy he explains, of what happened yeah. because they know the mistake that had been made. But then Mary also turns around and she's like, well, if you're not happy with what I'm doing, then yeah. I'll just Well, go. she's very standoffish, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, very much so. And then they go back to the pub again. Consistent place in this anime. It is in my fucking life. Yeah. And they ask Mary to join him, but she completely blanks him off. Doesn't even say hello or wave. No, she just walks off. Yeah. Well, she says, I can't yet, doesn't she? Or something like that? No, I don't think that's this episode. Or does she the just first time, them? Yeah, because yeah. Um, one of the girls says so. Yeah, that she they just thought she was rude because she, she could have waved. Yeah, because she turns up at the pub, doesn't she? When, yeah. when they're there and she goes to the bar while they're all sitting in the stalls. And Is that later on? 
No, no, that is the next bit when they go in there because it's like they're all sitting there and nobody's, they both see each other and then she goes over to the bar and they, the two girls are like, I think it's, that's so rude. Yui says it's really rude. She could have waved and then the other Harahito's like, well, yeah, we but didn't we didn't wave, wave either. either. Yeah. After they leave the pub, we get another moment with Haruhiro when he's on his own uh, late at night and he's contemplating with the ghost everything. of Monato. Yeah, and then he I hears Monato. Scenes. I love these. In his mind, he sort of summons Monato in a it's, way. It's like he's taking advice from what he. What would Monato yeah. say right now, sort of thing? Yeah. These this happens a few times in this anime, and that they, they are really good moments. But yes. they get less and less advice, and more and more of just Monato talking to him, listening like a normal, yeah, and reassuring that what he's doing is actually right. Yep. The way he's doing it is the right way. And sort of Haruhiro kicks into gear because after this conversation, he starts looking more, and he realizes things like uh, Mogazo has no helmet, and he's like, "This is important. Mogazo needs a helmet. This is." pivotal for the party well he gets from the conversation that he was relying on Harahiro a lot more than what he knew yeah at the time and i think at this point Harahiro knows that he's supposed to be the leader now he's got to be the leader and that's when he starts being more observant about other people's fighting styles and what yeah. they're doing he starts observing all of them and noticing how they attack defend this uh, is when he steps up yes and it's also when Mary, we see her actually step up and she, she can fight. She's got more skills than you think she yeah, can. Yeah, she protects Shizuru. Well, she they does. say she's higher level. She, yeah, they say she's much higher level. Yeah, this is easy grounds for her. And they, again, they try and invite her to dinner and she's like, no, I'm not. That's when she says, I'm not ready. Yeah. I think that one's in the street, yet, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Then we see Haruhiro go and find Shinohara. So he wants to find out about why Mary is the way she is. Yeah, he goes to ask a large clan if they know information on Mary. And Shinohara basically turns around and says, like, I'm not the person you need to talk to. You need to talk to Hayashi. And we find out that Hayashi was in Mary's original party. And he basically tells Haruhiro that Mary was not the way she is now. She was bright. She was happy. She would take the lead all the time. She would heal everyone for the minor things, like Monito. Yeah, constantly. She was basically Monito again. She'd always jump in to help front line, like Monito again. Well, this party learned the exact same lesson in a much worse way. In a much worse way. Because they had set off into the Cyrene Mines, and they'd gone all the way down to the fifth layer of the Cyrene Mine, which you find out there's a layer system to the Cyrene Mine. The further down you get, the, further, the worse the monsters get. And they came up against what we are told is called Death Spots. Well, that's his name. That's like his boss name, isn't it? It's a death. It's a, he's yeah, a he's death a spot. ginormous cobalt. Not a cobalt. A ginormous cobalt Werewolf. called Death Spots. And we find out that basically this Death Spots, this ginormous cobalt, wiped Werewolf. her party out. Yeah, killed three of them, leaving two of them. Well, Mary and, Mary and Hayashi two, were the Two last of them left. died. One of them stayed to hold the line. Their yeah. tank, wasn't it? Yeah, and Mary, it couldn't, Mary couldn't help them because Mary she had out run of out of magic. Which is why two of them died. One of them was dying. Well, he was all beat up to shit. Yeah. And he was just like, I'll hold the line while you two get out of here. Yeah, and she, one of the parties was their magic. Uh, their mage was down as well. Yeah. And Mary got out with one of the others. Hayashi basically drags Hayashi her out. Hayashi drags her and carries the mage out. And they're the only surviving three members of the original party. Two. Two. 
two members. Only two survive. I thought three. Two are dead uh, when she gains consciousness. Yep. Yeah. And then the party tank, the warrior, stays, stays behind. behind. And then it's just Hayashi and Mary. She's holding a girl. But that's when she's crying over a girl yeah, she's saying, I've ran out of her. That's when she's trying to heal trying her. To yeah, heal but they don't her, take her with dead. her. So why do... Only two of them get out. So why is there three later on? All parties have six, don't they? No, this, no. Is, this is just a party of five. Oh, okay, fair play. And that's how it ends. So after six episodes, how are we feeling? Invested. Heavily invested. Heavily invested. I, this did everything it needed to do to keep you watching. This fixes a lot of problems that we had with Sword Art. It does yeah. so much to invest you in the world. Depth and of character, depth of the yeah. world, depth of actually knowledge. The raw things emotion happen. that they put into every yep. character and yeah, scene. Like, Sword Art's great. We love Sword Art. It's kind of our bar for an Izakai because it's yep. so accessible. It's so rich with a story because it has been going on for so long. This, it's the first one we viewed. It's the first, it's the first real, one that I set my bar on was... You, I watched the Dot Hack series. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're the, old. The, yeah. <laughs> Sword Art was the first one that I got properly invested in, though. I watched Dog Hat. I didn't really love it. There's so many, and I've only ever seen one or two of them. And there's games and everything else in a full franchise, like Sword Art, but I didn't care about them. Sword Art's the first one I cared about. This fixes so many problems that Sword Art is. Like, even the characters that are just... They're more realistic. Like, Kirito goes from one thing to anger straight away. Yeah. And I'm the all-powerful fucking I will beat it by myself. When we see a character in Grimgar do that, the party just laugh at him. And we're like, we can help and this will be over. It's so much more gritty. Realistic. Yeah. It's just... It can't get any more realistic. It's so realistic. Yeah. And the artwork is so well done so far. The music goes along with everything that they do. The music's really jarring because it's not... You expect in this type of world there to be this high-energy kind of music, and this just isn't it. No, it's all but very it works slow. so well to slow it down a bit. It's very slice of life. Yeah. It's just like you... There's about five minutes of action, and then it's about 15 minutes of conversation, talking in the pub. Character development. In the bar. Character, character development. Character development. Yeah. Just world development. Character development. And they explain everything so yeah. well every They don't time. just go, we're going to do it. It's why... Yeah. And and how. You don't see a character use a move you've not seen before without knowing without what that move expo- is. Yeah, literally without an explanation. Whereas we get like the tiniest little explanation in Sword Art, which is like, you just do it like this. It's like, okay. Even the vice right. thing. It's like, oh, I need I need to get a, thing, a vice to summon a the demon. The vice is the and perfect they're, and, and they're like, what's a vice? And he explains it. Yeah. And we get the explanation. Everything is explained. Obviously, the wider world isn't explained, but that was because... But it, we get it as we need it. Yeah, you yeah, do it get starts, it. We get, fed to you when you want it. When the party find out, you find out. Yeah, yeah we get that first awakened bit, and then after that, you just told... That's the only mystery really yeah. left over. Yeah. And well, we learn with the, the party, don't we? The only we? major mystery really left over is that one. The rest of them will come as the party bumps into them. That's the only mystery the party have that they're involved in directly that we don't get an answer to, and that's because we're not supposed to yet season fucking one. Yeah. So we've got no problems. None so far. Literally none. I, I can't think of anything about this that I would change. Six episodes in, we've drastic. got no problems. One major continuity, or one a tiny, one tiny continuity, continuity piece. With the arrow. Yeah, but that's Literally it. it. That's it. Literally it. And even that was probably done on purpose just to give you the fact that, well, did you notice it? Yeah, well, I know when it, you got When I he got shot, because you see him bit. flinch. You, but I bet you barely That's literally it. it. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm fine. Run. And then we're, I think we're supposed to kind of be guessing, did he get shot? Whereas if we saw the arrow in that scene, it would have been like, oh, fuck, he got oh, shot. Yeah, he did, yeah. And it would have ruined the next scene. Yeah. yeah. And the voice acting dropped. so far? Some of it's shaky, 
but none of it is anywhere near bad. The, ma- the main six that we've seen so far yeah. within the six episodes great. have all been great. Great. Even some of the side characters. Yeah. Yeah. Some Even, of them have been very The drunk scary. guy in the bar. Great. Yeah, it's it's great. fun yeah. as shit. Yeah. He, know, he knows what he's Renji supposed to do. is well-voiced. Yep. Like Barbara. Brittany. Brittany. They're all well done. Brittany's well done. Brittany is out of place for this world. That's the point. Brittany is out of place for this world. That's but the she, point. He's supposed to stand There's out a story like a there. sore thumb. Yeah, because yeah, there is a story There's there. There's a reason. Everyone else looks really normal. And then we get this pink motherfucker mm. with love heart hair and a fucking collar looking like a fucking cat guy. And everyone else is very normal, brown haired, blonde and warriors and everything else. There's something there that we just, we don't know about. Yeah. And again, that's something that probably would have had not answers but possibly push on the story into season two which we all agree right this thing needs a season it needs it oh without a doubt i went into this knowing there wasn't a season two and it's heartbreaking six episodes in i'm like it needs a season two where is it how has this not got a season two i i I, how considering some of the shit that we've watched which has season two me oh no attack on titan got more than one season (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. And on that note, note, let's not touch that bomb. Grayson will not be in the next episode. I'll be at the pub. You'll be dead. (laughs) Calling it. That's eventually going to happen at the pub. And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we'll be discussing episodes 7 to 12 of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. If you've got any questions or queries, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not To Summon. We have a Discord channel as well now. Yeah, we do. How Not to Summon a Podcast? How Not to Summon a Podcast. How Not to Summon a Podcast. Join us on Discord if you want to talk to us directly. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. Bye. See you guys. Tara. <laughs> <laughs>